Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Two Lit Tuesdays right here on NG Fire with your girl, Nakia. What's good, guys? How was the weekend? Good? Yeah? Mine was okay. Um, I don't really remember what I did, so I know I had to be okay. I think I was in bed like the majority of the weekend. I'm kind of coming up off of everything now, feeling a lot better. I'm going to take that back. Yesterday was hell, all right? Y'all, if your doctor puts you on medication, do what they tell you to do. It doesn't matter if you've been on the medication before and you know, you know, how your body responded to it before and you knew the dosage that you were on before. If your doctor prescribes, especially when your ass didn't go to school, you know, for any type of medical nothing, do what your doctor says, okay? Because I got put on this new medication yesterday, right? And I know that the dosage was wrong. Like, the dosage was less than what I previously had taken earlier this year for my heart, Right. So I went back to the dose that I was used to taking. Man, within 20 minutes, oh, my gosh, guys, when I tell you the whole world was spinning, like the world was spinning, and my chest felt like it was going to explode out of my, I mean, my chest. My heart felt like it was going to explode out of my chest. Like I, I asked my daughter, I said, you see my shirt moving? You see my heart moving in my chest? And she was like, no, I see your chest moving. Like I was just all out of it, like, it was crazy, and I called my doctor, like, all day long. I thought, okay, it's going to get in your system, and it's going to, you know, you'll be a little better. And by, like, 4 o'clock, I was still feeling like this is not, you know, I'm not, this is not me. So I called my doctor, and I was like, you know, hey, um, she wanted to give me some more results or whatever, and and uh, I missed the call initially. So when I called her back, I was like, hey, um, yeah, you know, um, did you get my message about the wrong dosage? And she was like, yeah, but I wanted to start you out you know, with the less amount because you've been off this medication for so long. And it's all these lights and red flags and whistles and everything started blowing in my ear and flashing in my face. Like, duh, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to gradually, you know, get back up to the level you were on. And I was like, nah, I just took what I, you know, I just thought, you know, okay, that was the error. They're going to correct you tomorrow and then I'll be good to go. And I took what I used to take, you know, nine months ago. And she was like, oh, how you feel? Man, like, Lady, like, my heart just feels like it's going to explode. And she's like, you know what, just relax. And, and that's what I did. So I really don't remember a lot that happened <laughs> this weekend. I do know that Cardi B celebrated her 20, is it 28th or 29th? Y'all didn't give me the paperwork. 28th, 29th birthday on Sunday. 28th birthday on Sunday. So happy belated birthday to the fam, Cardi B. Um, speaking of Cardi, y'all, did you see her new role? <laughs> yeah. 
people so tacky. I'm going to tell you that. Y'all just messy and tacky. And, you know, everybody was like, you know, I don't understand why she she was spending her birthday with Offset. Even though they're going through a divorce, they're not divorced. They're still a husband. Duh. Okay. All right. So speaking of Cardi B also, uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, you know, um, everyone's favorite song right now um, is it's actually eligible for the Grammy Awards for 2000. 21. That sounds so funny. 2021. All right, but they're not going to, or Cardi is not going to submit it for 2021, but 2022 Grammy Awards instead, um, because her highly anticipated sophomore project um, will be coming out soon. We don't have a release date yet, but it will be coming out soon, and um, that's going to be a part of that project. And so um, this song will be submitted for the 2022 Grammy Awards. The song still holds them strong at number three on this week's Hot 100 chart, um, and that's uh, dated to end October 17th this week. All right. Uh, on behalf of Indie Fire, we do want to offer our condolences um, to the family and friends of baseball player. Wait, you guys like baseball? You don't talk about sports around here. Um, but for those baseball fans, uh, the legendary Joe Morgan, second baseman known best for his time with the Cincinnati Reds, but he helped the club win two World Series. He passed away. Um, so we do want to offer our condolences to his family and friends on behalf of Cindy Fire. All right? Guys, make sure that you're tuning in on Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for Monday Morning Motivation. Uh, my Struggle is My Strength with Paso Moore. He's giving you that little bit of inspiration, that encouragement, that empowerment, that motivation um, attached to some faith uh, that you're going to need to get you through those hectic Mondays. Um, and once you activate what he gives you and add it to your own faith, it's going to carry you throughout the remainder of the week. So make sure, that, again, that you're tuning in Monday mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right? Cool. I'm so excited to have my guest here this evening. This is back-to-back for me, and I'm sure that it has happened in the past, but I can't remember. You guys know how my memory is. I can't remember who who it possibly could have been, but I know that it has happened before. To have back-to-back artists from the same label. I've had authors back-to-back-to-back-to-back from the same um, publishing company, but I can't recall from the same label. So super excited to have my guest here this evening, um, holding it down for Vision and Vitality Entertainment. You guys know how I feel about, you know, them. We talked about them last Tuesday when we had 14 Scars here. All right, so my guest this evening is Sir 33rd. He's a producer and rapper from New Orleans, Louisiana, pioneering his way to success. With eight years in the music business, he has been creating unique beats with a southern feel and laying witty lyrics over them. His music is very versatile and will bring you back to the golden age of hip-hop all the way to the sound of music today. His range and taste of music is special. Influenced by groups like Wu-Tang Clan, a tribe called Quest, and the Hot Boys, going on to solo artists like Soldier Slim, Electronica, Rodcast, uh, and Currency from Jet Life. Yo, that's what I was going to talk about. His bio, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, Terry G from Jet Life. You can tell his taste in music is hardcore underground. He prides himself on being original and staying true to his message within his music, and that is to be yourself and build your empire no matter what people may think about you or your art. Keep moving forward. 
Like many great artists, Sir 33rd left his home state to build a legacy and name for himself, truly being an inspiration to the younger and older people who never take the chance in life to go for what their heart desires. It's gutsy. You have to have a certain type of courage to go off into unfamiliar territory and put your flag in the soil. Sir 33rd is an underground artist with mainstream potential and mass appeal. Every song will capture your ears as well as mine. You can find music by Sir 33rd on all streaming platforms and outlets like Instagram and Twitter. I've been searching for paradise, paradise, paradise. While living in chaos, chaos, I've been shooting these paradise, paradise, While living in chaos, we all living in chaos, looking for what pay off. No days off, I'm on. Listen to Adam send me songs to put you from my palms. Converted song while leaving my salon. Peace, love. You're not for such gone. See, I want what's safe. My mood is constantly motivating. They're more than shaking. Put down the bacon. Stagnant energy leads to hesitation. Squirt up with the master Mason. Keep the pride to chase with God. Don't follow with sides. This not a mirage. It's a murder. We're coming out the garage. The five, six, and wise. Job, literally one job. Push the button for the applause, and they miss it every time. Yeah. Anyway, 
I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for joining me this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you're here with me, myself, my listening audience, giving so free of yourself and your time. Just talk about uh, why you're passionate about the things that you do, why you do what you do, what keeps you motivated to do the things that you do. Um, so I just want to extend a huge thank you, thank you, thank you to you. Definitely, definitely, man. Thank you for having me. Um, definitely been a long time coming to even get to this point from where I started from just going from poetry. So let's talk about that. Writing rhymes. Let's, oh. Here we go. See, that was going to be my first question, you know. Um, everybody always has, they have some type of interesting story um, that has brought them to where they are today, whether it be, you know, um, I just like to write poetry. I needed to release, you know, pent-up energy that was in my head, and so I started writing those, you know, that, that writing journal turned into my lyrics, and boom, here I am today. Or I used to sing in the church choir, and you know, found that, that wasn't a thing for me, but they gave me the opportunity to express myself. And so that's my first question. How did you get started with all of this? Did you come from a musical background? Um, did you just say one day, this is what I want to do, this is the road I want to take? How was that for you? How did you first get started? Well, I actually do come from a musical background. I didn't find that out until I actually got further into my career, though, Um my grandmother who raised me, she always had records, old music laying around in the house. Um, she had an old piano also that was there, and not all of the keys worked. So as a kid, I would always go up to that piano and I would press the keys that I knew that worked. And so I would, I would remember the sound. And, you know, as a lot of people don't know how to read sheet music and stuff, so I wasn't reading none of that. I was going, just playing with the keys, and then she would always find me like little musical toys is growing up was always around, especially in the city. As far as art, that's a way for, you know, kids, teenagers, people to express in the art form. Right. And then right. so I just started going through my own situations in life that we all need sometimes. Writing became one of my biggest outlets. And I always loved poetry and so once I started writing poetry, I noticed that my poetry didn't exactly have anything to do with just me. I was connecting what was going on with me and what I was seeing around in my environment mm-hmm. and seeing what everybody else is going through. And that also made me see that, man, I'm not just going through what I'm going through by myself. There's other people around the world that have that have and are experiencing the same exact thing. And so just doing poetry, I went to Talladega College in Alabama, and to me I felt like it was going over the kids' heads. And I was trying to get my message to my peers. So that's when I chose to start rapping. Um, I met the homie Leon, and from there we'd just be in the dorm rooms every single day just, just rapping, man. It got to the point where I stopped going to class. And the only oh. time minutes it would leave the dorm room would be to go eat lunch or go to, like, oh. some type of function, whether it be, like, an open mic. Like, seriously, man, mm-hmm. you can find that you can find that music on SoundCloud today. And, like, you play it, you'll hear the fire alarms in the dorm room going off. Like, <laughs> it was that real. Like, when people left to go home for the summer, I ended up sleeping on my homie Terrence's uh, couch. 
and from now it's still recording. He stayed in the whole loft and it had another room that, like, the, it was unlocked. So he just let me go in there and just record my music. And then from there, it's just like, I was just beating on the craft itself, just what I'm saying, how I'm saying it. And I wasn't producing at that time. Um, I was just doing what everybody else is doing, you know, going on YouTube, <laughs> strip the beat. Right. <laughs> just doing it that way. And then once I got back home in New Orleans, I was like, man, I'm tired of getting these YouTube beats. And I'm tired of hearing this, this stuff on the radio. I need to do something about it. I invested in, into my first beat pad. And then that's when I just started to produce the sounds that I felt and wanted to hear. And then from there, I just I was already writing, you know, A plus B. <laughs> We're right here now. Okay, okay. So whatever happened with school, I'm sorry. I have college students, um, or college age students, and so I know the importance of an education, especially to yeah. fall back on. Um, whatever happened with school? Did you go back? You still in? Um, I do plan on going back. Okay. As of right now, my mind is more set on going to a school in which I can focus more on, you know, music. Really, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was just my mind itself wasn't focused on just the, the regular curriculum. You know, my passion at the end of the day was pulling me, um, and it it wasn't just the passion for the music. It was the passion to give a message to the people around me. That That's what was eating at me every single day. And so it's like, I'm like man, I need to be recording. But honestly, now that I look at it, I wish I would have paid attention to high school and choir class and piano class <laughs> and in college, you know, because I'm like, dang. <laughs> now, now that I see how yeah, everything is falling Just a little place, bit of... Yeah, a little bit of um, knowledge um, can be inspiration that can carry you for a lifetime. Um, And it's funny that you said all of that. I have a high school student who's a sophomore in high school, and his um, high school is kind of um, designed to – they have a curriculum that, you know, not every child will excel academically. Some may excel creatively. And so that they focus on all of the, you know, creative. I can I think like in the seventh or eighth grade he was taking like music production and um they have the teacher, the music teacher, actually he's a Grammy Award winning gospel artist. He's their music teacher, science uh-huh. teacher also, really small school. They can focus on, you know, um those interests that these children have. And so I'm glad you didn't hear the story about you going to college and, and being in the studio all day because I bought him his first launch pad. Um, or beat pad um, for his birthday in August. And so, you know, he's got monitors set up all around the room, and he's always making beats, or he's playing on his guitar, you know what I'm saying? But I, I want him to remember the educational side of that. And the school does an amazing job because they've introduced so many different electives that can give him not only, you know, he doesn't uh, get the core curriculum, you know, and academics, but he also is able to get, and the kids can pick and choose, you know, in the different directions or path that they want to take once they graduate high school, they can start pursuing those courses now. And so um, I, I, I like that, you know. I had one son who started out at Full Sail because he wanted to do, like, the graphics um, design there, and then 
you know, this one got interested, you know, because they have a huge music curriculum there. And so um, it's always it's always just important, you know, to follow your dreams and chase your dreams, but to have something else to fall back on if that doesn't work for you. And I know kids nowadays, I'm sorry, young adults nowadays, you can't really tell them that because this is what I want and this is what I'm going after. And and I salute you guys for having that type of, um, you know, that, that energy, that motivation, that momentum. You know, I have a 19-year-old daughter who's a sophomore in college and, or she, yeah, sophomore, junior. Um, and, you know, she has the same strong will desire. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to get this. This is what I want. I'm going, I'm going to get it, you know. And people my age, uh, yeah. some of us are just now grasping. You know, some of us are just now grasping. We've had so many different careers. We've had so many different jobs. And now we're just like, we're where we want to be. Um, but I really salute you all being so young and just knowing, I know this is, this is you know, how it's going to be for me. Um, because it, it just it takes a lot to be able to stay focused and do what it is that you want to do, uh, which I'm just going to segue right into talking about motivation. Um, and I know my questions are about to be all over the place, but, um, how do you remain motivated just to continue to write the songs, to continue to um, make the beats? And I know right now, you know, a lot of most of the country's closed down, so venues aren't really open, and you can't pack a venue like you used to be able to. But how do you stay motivated yeah. just to be able to do all of that? Well, me personally, I stay motivated by just thinking about where I am now and where I want to go, where I want to be. You know, I look at where I, where I come from. I think about all of the people that give up every day, and then I think about the people who stopped me from giving up when I was, like, super close to just calling it quits with music. Man, just the people I've met in my life, yo, I guess, you know, you have some people that you meet that come into your life for seasons, you know, you have those people that are, that are really are that for lifetimes. And you can count right. because I always say um, the phone works two ways. It doesn't mm-hmm. just work one way. You know, when you can see the people that, that reach back out to you and check on you and make sure that you're doing good and you're staying focused, that's helpful also. Um just seeing the state that the world is in also also motivates me to continue to make music because I see that it can be different through my own eyes, you know, through my own thoughts. <laughs> I feel how different the world could be, how, you know, how we can have more positive messages being put out as well as more avenues for people to achieve the things that they want to achieve without going through so much, just all of these different hoops as far as, like, the lack of opportunities for all people. You know, like, if a person wants to go to school, to like they can literally go to school for for music or just the arts in itself. A lot of people can't afford stuff like that, you know? So... Yeah. If I would have been able to afford full cell in high school, you know, I would have saved a lot. I feel like it would have saved a lot of time in my life 
mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to learn so much, and I felt like I would have had more tools at my you know disposal. Then again, I don't take it for granted, you know. And right, right. Just just looking at how I'm talking now, I'll show you how I'm motivated by it because it, it teaches me. Going without those things have taught me. And so I take that same inspiration and I love to give it to people. So this is self-motivation. It's, it's people that motivate me. It's self. And so your first track that we played, um, kicking off the show tonight, was Paradise. Um, before we start talking about your musical style and how your influences um, influence that style, what was Paradise all about? Paradise. Paradise is basically about. <laughs> it's crazy how we got our mask. Paradise is about taking off that mask and truly being yourself, being true to the true to the things that you want in life. You know, like we're all searching for paradise. You know, we're all trying to get the best of things, but nobody wants to accept the fact that like you truly have to work for it. Nobody wants to, you know, accept the fact that, like, you truly have to get it from the dirt. You know, you have to plant your seeds in the dirt and go through tough times. A lot of people, they're afraid to go through tough times. It's like it's like a, the person that was so-called broke because mm-hmm. they're dirt, but that's the thing. God made dirt, and dirt don't hurt. Like you can learn the the smartest things from the man that's sitting on the street corner, and like I said, for for anybody to go from nothing to something, to have everything, like to me, that is the pursuit of happiness. That's what the song is about. It's about the pursuit of happiness and being true to yourself and true to other people. That's why I say we all live in the chaos. Looking for a payoff, no days off. I'm on. Listen to Adam sing these songs. We all out here trying to get money. We all here striving to achieve something better. You know, but don't forget where you come from. Don't forget everything that you've been through. And don't forget the people that that helped you get there. So true. So true. Um, I don't know if you, you detected it, but as I was reading your bio, even though I've read the bio before, um, and I think that was actually a question that I was supposed to um, somehow come up with, but I don't know what happened. Um, but I got excited. I paused this a little bit when I read one of your influences was the Tribe Called Quest, um, because it, they they have to be, uh, I mean, in the 90s, they were my favorite, and I think now they still remain, um, but for the past uh, probably three weeks, that's what I've just been on, Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, De La Soul, Most Deaf. I mean, anything 90s, yeah. granted, I was a teenager in the 90s, but all of that, that is just all I've been feeding um, my my ears, my mind, my soul, like these past three weeks. And I mentioned to somebody a couple of weeks ago how funny how the things they talked about in the 90s, how we just vibe off of it, um, you know, their flow was so smooth, you know, the beat just, you, you felt it from the beginning to the end. Um, but you were, I don't even think you were really listening. Other than the hook, I don't, and we can 
sing the entire song. We could, you know, lyric for lyric. We knew we knew everything. But I don't think we really grasped what was being said. I know for me, it was three weeks ago when a lot of those songs really made sense to me. And how things that they were talking about 20, almost 30 years ago, um, a lot of that is you see it now, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that makes it so much more realistic to me because uh, listening to their music now and just like, wow. They said that 30 years ago, but that is happening now. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was mind-blowing for me. Um, I was sitting in my office and just, I, I can't even remember the song, but I was like, dang, that's what that meant because now it makes sense to me. Back then it was just, oh, you know, we we, we singing word for word. You know what I'm saying? But now it just it, it means so much more. So I don't even want to talk about, okay, Wu-Tang, I like Wu-Tang, the hot boys, like the hot boys, but what? Um, what about a tribe called Quest? What about their style and influences their musical style? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Tribe called Quest. Man, first off, rest in peace, Fife Dog. One. Was I just about to say that or what? Uh, a tribe, I would say, a tribe called Quest just. It gave me a installment of knowledge of self one and to be proud of myself where I come from. They were so heavy on their culture of where we all come from. They were so heavy on, you know, knowledge. They were so heavy on, you know, being different and being original. That me studying music if it was any group <laughs> that I studied a lot, I was going to sleep to a tribe called Quest. Um, just songs like you know from from Truth to like Bonita Applebaum to like you know, to later on projects that he that they didn't did with Buster Rhymes. Just the abstract of everything. Like me as an abstract artist, just this. The beat spoke to me, and then the lyricism that they were presenting. Like you said, it was it was speaking of what's going on today, but it also it it showed me how to not just rhyme on a beat, but actually deliver a message, but still stay true to making music. And that's one thing I can say about a trap called Quest. They gave messages, but the songs, <laughs> the songs were complete bangers. Like, nobody can, can deny that. You can play a Tribe Called yeah. Quest today, and people are going to start dancing. You're not going to just be, yeah. you know, sitting there standing around. People going to dance. Like, it's just and it's not, the, the not only a Tribe Called Quest. Like I mentioned, you know, um, I think all of them, De La Soul, Jungle Brothers, Arrested Development. Um, yeah. it, it is important for me <laughs> It is important for me That everything I do I remain true to myself I'm a very very transparent person I mean so when I have an artist on the show Who that's their bio station they, they, they continually emphasize How important it is to You know be true to yourself Stay true to yourself Because there's so many artists Mainstream and you know Underground indie artists That are um, they they have fell up under this cookie cutter mold, you know. 
their sounds may be a little unique, but um, everything that they do, they want to imitate, you know, and I, I know imitation is a form of flattery, but you, 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 other than the name, your brands may be different, but when you're doing everything that you see somebody else do, you know, I, I feel like you're not staying true to yourself and you're spitting lyrics that you have nothing, you know nothing about. Um, you've seen them in the movie scenes, you know, you've seen it in somebody else's video. I mean, you know that's what's selling, but you're not remaining true to yourself because um, this is nothing that you've experienced. And our artist last week, 14 Scars, was saying, you know, that he, the word he used a lot was flexing. And he says, you know, that uh, a lot of times that um, he, he talks about things or he writes about things that he may not necessarily know about, that he may not have necessarily gone through, but futuristic, he sees himself in that place. And, and I get that. That's motivation right there, to be able to put yourself in the big house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To be able to put yourself, you see yourself. You're already visualizing this for yourself. I feel that's a little different than those who just, you know, you consume the whole new life, you know? <laughs> you ain't even making the money yeah. like that, but you consume a whole new life. So it is so very important to remain true to yourself in everything that you do. Do you feel that um, that is something that sets you apart from other independent artists? Yes. Um, I feel like I go against the grain <laughs> when most go with the grain, you know? And so I feel like I'm... I'm in it for the long run. I'm not in it for just to to hop on and then hop off, or hop on and fall off. And I feel like the ones that stay true to themselves and be themselves, the true originals, are the ones that you know. Those are the Jay Z's. Well, I ain't gonna say those are the Jay Z's, but they become universes like a Jay Z. Like a Nas, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. cosmos, the universes. You know, I would say like Wiz Khalifa is a planet right now. You know, no disrespect to him, no disrespect to McMill. You know, <laughs> they're a planet. But when you get to the the top of the level, like like a like a Jay Z, come on, that's like a, this man is like a universe in the industry, right? From being himself, and it's like though <laughs> some things went on in his career, it's like you can't take that from that man. It's like he. He put his hands on it, you know, what's in your mind. What I, I tell people this all the time. What you focus on the most is going to manifest. Because thoughts turn to actions, and your actions produce your reality. And so it doesn't make any sense to keep wishing on something and you don't get up and move your legs and your arms to grab it. Like, you literally have to get up every day and be yourself, put on your clothes, and don't wear a mask. And I feel like kids, that that opportunity and chance is starting to become taken away from them because we're starting to move into a, into a society in which people are, are more prone to want to be like somebody else mm-hmm. because – what they may have, or who, or how many people may be around them. You know, it's like if a person sees twenty-two thousand followers and they're seeing what this person is doing to get that, they're like, okay, maybe I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like it starts. It starts off as a kid because when you see your peers doing that, 
then you start doing it. And so I feel like once we can truly get, you know, artists out here that are more original and bearing themselves and yeah, yeah. Stuff, the little ones are truly going to see that and they're going to want to do that because right now everybody's most they singing the same tune. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't bite my tongue for nobody. They singing the same tune and marching to the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, it's like it's people like currency that that push me to be myself. This man was signed with no limit, signed with cash money and young money. Well, not cash money, but you know, young money. Like, but he didn't take Lil Wayne's route. You know. He was signed to Lil Wayne, but he didn't take Lil Wayne's route. This man went and built his own, you know. Though he looked up to Pimp C, he looked up to mm-hmm. Run B. He didn't take what they, he didn't take what he was, what they did, you know. Yeah, the, the sound is similar, but you always pay respect to your forefathers, your ancestors, and the people that laid, you know, paved the way for you. Yeah. You know, like. Like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be so different and be myself if it wasn't for a tribe doing that. You know, so I feel like it's healthy to have those reflections around us too, because it's going to remind you, like, you can get there by being yourself. And so, I feel like when people take those blindfolds off and they just focus on their own tunnel vision. And start to live within their truth that they see. The world will really start to change for the better, and not the and not change to match somebody else's reality. I just wanted to let him talk for a minute because somebody needed to somebody needed to hear that. You know, somebody needed to tap into that knowledge, those gems that he just dropped. Um, it is so important for each of us to be able to find our purpose, um, fully walk in our purpose. Um, and that's a lot of people's problems, especially people my age, you know, because you always have dreams and you have, um, you know, desires and you have wants uh, for your life. But and, and you may wonder why it takes so long for you to get to those, you know, places that you desire to be at, or you wonder why somebody else is, you know, y'all started out together, but look how far advanced they are. You know, um, you just on your first EP. I'm sorry, they're just on their first EP. No, you're just on your first EP. They've already put out like four albums. You know what I'm saying? They've been on a world tour, but you all started out the same. Um, you have to realize that, you know, that person's purpose in life is completely different from yours. The routes that you're taking, the roads, you know, the detours that you've been on um, to get you where you are today, they all are linked to your purpose in life. And so you will never um, fully be true to yourself unless you're walking in your purpose. You got to be walking in God's divine will for your life. All right. Um, right. I'm going to get off my, my little stool for a minute. I want to jump into your next track. Um, is it Chanel good or Channel good? Yeah, Chanel. All right. It's Chanel. Like, like you know, Chanel sometimes they get typographical errors. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I saw Chanel and I thought Channel Orange, Frank Ocean for some reason. Um, but yeah, Chanel good. I wanna I wanna talk about that, you know, the creative process for 
this track, what was going through your mind when, you know, um, the lyrics were laid down? Did you produce that track? All of that information. Stop it on. No, no, I didn't produce that one. Um, I did produce the first one, Paradise. Um, Chanel was produced by Hogan Beats. Um, basically, life <laughs> influenced that song. I love to please my woman. You know, I love to spoil my woman. You know, but at the same time, I try to let you know the, that a woman, the woman that I'm with at that moment in time, just because I love getting you nice things and buying you nice things, don't just take it like oh. I can just treat them like any type of way, you know, or like trust them <laughs> any type of way. You know, it's like, yeah, I see you laughing, so you know what I mean. It's like, don't don't me through hell with all of this, you know, with all the craziness and stuff like that. And the same goes, you know, for the fellas. I know they got ladies out there that's, that definitely take care of their man, and they get manipulated or abused and stuff like that. And they get, mm-hmm. you know, brought through hell as well. And so it's just a situation I was going through in my love life. So I was like, man, you know, girl, just let me love you, man. Like, I I want to buy you nice things and stuff like that. I'm going to continue to do it, but don't, don't only bring in the hellfire until, until I haven't, until I think you are, you know? Right, like, right, right. If you'll go ahead and introduce uh, Chanel Gibbs to the listening audience so we can jump into it. For sure. Comparison, she wanna know the blueprint. 
friend The making of a king But the question is Do you have to make another queen? I know you want to cruise in my ride Put your hands in the sky For the air of the palm of your hands Do your friends want a chance? Be late, they might catch a dance Everybody want to ring on their finger these days Put a nugget in the maze Get left in the haze Don't be your face A lesson from the page of game A suicide bomber on the plane Causing nugget pain Trying to add weight to my aim Things will never be the same Get left quick, move from the guest list I'll see you in the next life Meditate, ask your soul for advice Don't get left for not acting right, alright? If I found you this Chanel, don't you put me through hell If a nigga go to jail, you better come with the bell We got money put away for any rainy day that she'll come She call me number one, second to none If I found you this Chanel, don't you put me through hell If a nigga go to jail, you better come with the bell We got money put away for any rainy day that she'll come She call me number one, second Hey now, what's good? It's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul. And you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. Thank you, Jana. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire. Tune in Tuesdays with recording artist, producer, and rapper, Sir. 33rd. Speaking of Jaina, very quickly, because I forgot to announce early, guys, you know, um, November the 1st through December 2nd, yes, we will have voting for the third annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show. Uh, I'm excited because this is the first year that we've actually opened up um, the voting process for uh, our listening audience, for fans and followers of all of our guests you will have the opportunity to decide who our um, 2021 uh, best uh, female artist is, our best male artist, our um, author of the year, our best female author, our best male author, all of those awards, our entrepreneur of the year, um, all of those categories will be open to um, the listening audience, the supporters, the fans, the followers of all of our guests. So I'm super excited again. The dates are December the nope, November the first through December the second. Um, yes, the voting uh, process will begin um, and be open for that entire month. So stay tuned for the announcement that will drop on next week. All right. Um, if you're just tuning in again, you're live right here on Indie Fire. The track you just heard was uh, Chanel Good by Sir Thirty Third. Let's talk about this name. Where in the world did this name come from? No, I have a favorite artist or an artist that I like a lot whose name is Sir. Um, and that's, you know, that's his, his name, Sir. But Sir 33rd, is, is, where, where did that come from? Okay, well, Sir 33rd actually came from me going by the artist named 33. I would have kept the artist named 33 because somebody out there, um, iTunes is using it, so 
then he, he need to do something because he's not representing correctly. He need to stop it. But <laughs> brand-wise, I was like, you know what, sir, yes, sir. That's When people say yes, sir, that's like a sign of respect, you know. That's, that's right, that right. so confident with that. You know, it gives me that fire. So, and then, you know, the serpent is a symbolism, a symbol for wisdom. And the number mm-hmm. 33 is also very symbolic. And so once I looked at it, I was like, well, Sir 33rd, and it had that real medieval, you know, feel to it, like that, that mm-hmm. Christian castle feel to it. So I was like, I like that, Sir 33rd. So that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to just keep my 33, but use it as a logo because all the homies and fam call me 33. They'd be like, yo, 33, was up? They'd be like, yo, three. And so I just couldn't let that go. That's, it is what it is. You know, I am who I am. And so just brand-wise, I was like, you know what? Let's go with the Sir 33rd because I can smack that on a T-shirt. I can slap it on a sticker and stuff like that. And I like when people be like, hey, sir, yes, sir. Like, that's fine. Yeah. I can dig it. All right. All right. Um, as a producer, um, what's more important, the beat or having the lyrics? Hmm. Man, that's a very good question. Cause when I'm when I'm making beats, as a rapper, I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm sitting there rapping at the same time, just to make sure that there's you know there's enough space for the verse, and then saying where I want to put the chorus, the you know the the chorus, and it's more of the feeling that I use. So honestly, I would say. It's the beat. If you didn't have the beat, you wouldn't have nothing to put the words on. Right. So it's like, it's, it's, it's the beat, man. It's just going through my, my, my sound library and just putting sounds together. Even if I, you know, start sampling from, you know, older artists, it's something about just how crazy you can make how crazy you can make somebody's vocal sound, how you can manipulate 80 weights, you know, with bass, just how you can catch um, the sound of glass breaking and add that into a beat. Like, to me, it's like a whole nother level of painting. That's how I see it. As a producer, I feel like a painter, what I'm doing is also like a, a constructor or orchestrator. I was watching the, the video today when the guy was waving a wand around, but you can tell he was stealing it. You can tell that man was jacked in like he was in the Matrix, and he just orchestrating <laughs> everybody to play their part. So right, when I'm right. making these beats, that's how I feel. I feel like a mass orchestrator because I'm pulling some natural, you know, horns to 808s out of a Alex Luger pack, and I may throw a sample from. Um, man, there's so many names in my head right now that I can think of as far <laughs> as samples. Because, like, the sample game is so ill from using Petty Pendergrass to using, you know, the OJs, oh, yeah. Harold and Marvin. There's yeah. so many people. And I'm naming these old artists because these are the type of, you know, vinyls my grandmother had. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, 
being able to sample that music and sit there, I feel like I'm a kid again with a with a, with a, with a, a whole coloring book. <laughs> Creating your own masterpieces. Exactly. I get it. I don't think I've had anybody to visually break that down um, so well. Sometimes you can hear people talk and just be like, yeah, okay, that. And it might hit you a couple hours later. Oh, I get it. That makes sense. But when you are able to hear it, and they're also explaining it to you in a visual format because a lot of us are, you know, visual individuals, I am. Um, but when you can hear it and then have that individual, you know, um, explain it so that you can picture it as well. And you did that perfectly. I mean, very vividly um, to use a metaphor like a kid with a coloring book. And 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 when you think of, you know, coloring um, or painting, that artist is creating some type of masterpiece. Um, and that's exactly what I feel producers do. Um, but you explained that so perfect. Um, what, what, or if you have any, I know all of us have some, something that we think is, is great to us, but it may not be that great to anyone else. What is the most useless talent that you have? You're a performer, you're a rapper, you're a producer, but what do you do that you just think to yourself, like, this is so corny, like, <laughs> it's my thing, I do it, but, yeah, nobody, you know, nobody else enjoys this. What's your most useless talent? Man, that's a hard one. Mm, man. I, I don't really view a lot of things that I do corny. Um. And that's that's just the confidence that I have in the self. You know, you got to be a confident one, especially in this business. Um, I would say the most corniest thing, or most useless thing. Hmm. I, I yeah, you're not a cornball. I got to be real with you, sweetheart. Yeah, I ain't no cornball. <laughs> I'm straight. I'm, I'm cut straight, sweetheart. I'm from New Orleans. That's a whole jungle. You can't build cornball out there. You get smushed. Like, for real. You hear me? Like, it's wild. Um, but honestly, that's, that goes back to that motivation. It's like making yeah. making myself so, so sharp to where, like, I can be used. Like, I can use myself, but... I'm okay with being used because people get used all the time. It's just setting that boundary to where somebody doesn't manipulate you, you know, like, like you're just a, a pawn. I feel you. For those who may be brand new to Third 33rd um, as the artist, as the producer, um, this is the first time that you've ever heard his music, you like it, you're vibing to it, you're going to go support this artist. Um, what message would you like to leave the listening audience? How do you want them mm-hmm. to remember you? I want them to remember me for truly for being a real underdog, for being true to my music, for providing music that people can visually see through words, but also really feel and be motivated by every day to where when they listen to it, they hear the words, and they're truly influenced and motivated 
to want to change their life, whether it be reading a book, eating healthy, you know, drinking more water, being kind to somebody, you know, or standing up to the bullies that's picking on you, or or go and talk to the girl that you're afraid to talk to. Like that's I stand for all those people. Like I stand for the ones that like who have a lot of fear in their heart. I stand for the ones that quit so much. It's for all of us. All right. I know that you have a track. We're gonna close out with this track in a minute. Um, I think it dropped last month. Um, September was last month. Yeah. Um, your track mm-hmm. entitled Dash. On a scale from one to let's see, nine thousand two hundred and twenty-two. How good is your new single compared to your last one? Well, I will tell you this: the first single Dash has, has one verse, very catchy. The second single, Chanel, is I wouldn't say is more is well put together. They're both perfectly put together, but you're getting you're getting even more of the Sir Thirty Third feel. You're getting more of the okay. He's giving me that. He's giving me the vibe of his personal life, like what he loves to do besides, you know, get into money. You know? So I would give this one a 33 trillion. And we're talking about Dash, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, so what's, what's my number? From 1 to 9,222, what's the number? How good is it? Is it a 1? Is it a 500? Is it a 2,000? Is it a... Nine thousand. It's off the board, baby. And I, we gonna go ah, ahead and okay. give it. Yeah, like I would say, it's off the board. Honestly, I, I push myself to make sure that my next project, a next single, is better than the previous one. Yes, that's growth. That's growth. Even though I People be doing on purpose. growth. In you, people have to be able to see growth in you, but then you as an artist have to be able to be, you know, identify that growth within your own self. If the single that you put out in January sounds the same as the single that you put out in September, you ain't done nothing. You cannot have the same monotonous sound. You know what I'm saying? Some You have to show improvement. You have to see it in yourself, and your audience has to be able to see it too. So, yeah, I'm exactly. big on growth. I'm big on growth. Definitely. And um, just me wanting to stay on top of my game and give, you know, the audience just something different and better, you know. It's like you always want to come with something better. You always want to make sure, like, your next punch is even harder than the first one that you threw. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys, we're down to the end of the show. I hate it. I want to talk to you some more. Like, I've been waiting all night for you to say something kind of New Orleans, right? And I heard you say baby, and I was like, yes, there it is, right there, there it is. I, but I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity yeah. now to get your shout-outs in, um, all of your contact information for those who may be listening live or may come back and listen to one of the main playback shows. I'm going to go ahead and open the floor up to you to get all of that information out, and then we're going to come back and hit them with Dash. Okay, for sure, for sure. 
Well, thank you for having me. Um, everybody, you can find me on all streaming platforms at the Sir 33rd. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Sir 33rd. Uh, anybody inquiring about beats or features, Sir 33rd at gmail.com. Um, shout out everybody back home in New Orleans. And shout out all of my family, all my friends who've been supporting me from day one, man. Words can't really explain how much I appreciate you guys. Um, shout out Robert to even get me to this point in my career, man. Uh, I always give thanks to God. Like that's first. That's number one for real. Well, guys, make sure you you are back here on Monday morning, seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't think we have anybody for Thursday. If we do, then you'll be here with us on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But um, 7 a.m. on Monday is Monday Morning Motivation with Caso Moore. On My Struggle is My Strength. Again, he's giving you that inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and empowerment that you need to um, carry you throughout those hectic Mondays as well as throughout the remainder of the week. And then back again at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for New Music Mondays. We know for sure Chanel Good is going into rotation. Let's see about this dash. About the 33rd. You guys have a good night. To the check, no chains pulling from my neck. I flex my body, flex superpower money in my neck. They falling for respect and sleeping with the rap. My homies holding text, don't get slapped. Moving with the lame, stay up in your lane. On this road, I done been through pain. Body start to hang. No, no, no free lotus. Chilling on my sofa, I hit him with the sofa. I- I'm rolling up some grass. Elevated from the drag, racing to the stash. Green faces in my bag, you can shake that ass. Call me Flash, moving at the speed of light. Try to catch a sight, copycats, fucking bite. I'ma start your fucking kite like a satellite. I done seen it all, I'm not super tall. I just like to fall. I throw that dash, oh. Don't worry about the limits, get to the cash, baby. Don't worry about the hate, it's stuck in the past, oh. We live in large, baby, get to the cash. I throw that dash, I'm having a blast, mama. Get in the cash, green in my bag, baby. Air my lungs, they dropping like ash, oh. Smoking this gas and get in this cash. I throw that dash, oh.
Now, see, I normally would have ended the show right now, but I needed to come back and say, that that song just sounds so sexy for some reason. I don't know. But, yeah, that's going in rotation. That's going to go on my personal playlist, too. And, yes, I did see the improvement. I thought Chanel good. I liked that. But I thought that was my favorite. But, yeah, Dash is not my favorite. So you did exactly what you were trying to do. Um, you made that one better. And, yeah, I'm going to have to get it off probably like a 10,000 on a scale of 1 to 9,222. I like that. Until Monday, guys, you all have a good night.